Hey, Hit Factory listeners, this is Aaron. If you're enjoying and want even more Hit Factory, including the entirety of this episode, consider becoming a patron of the show at patreon.com slash hitfactorypod. For just $5 per month, you'll get access to our premium biweekly episodes, bonus episodes, interviews, polls, and a lot more. Thanks for listening and supporting. It's it's gritty and lived in, in a instead of like hyper stylized like i it was it yeah. was it, it's odd because i think a lot of that is the tone too when he's just being sensitive to that but there is something about you know the strobing nightclub scene that i mean even that kind of feels like i guess we'll get into it but that even feels like a red herring for a more genre film um and then the way it ends is almost you know a non I guess I want to say non sequitur. It's not a joke. It's a non. It's more of a non sequitur. Um, and then I, I think that's what I really attach to in the dialogue with this is it's not Guy Ritchie. It, it's not. Mm-hmm. It, it's not only like I think I was expecting this to be more glib. I thought it was going to be you know Gatling gun pop culture references. We we talked briefly. Uh, I, I think in the DMs, Michael about the comparisons to Tarantino and you kind of warned me. You're like, Hey, in case this is the way you're going, I completely disagree. <laughs> <laughs> and I, and I said, no, 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 no. I, I, I actually completely agree with you uh, that that to me is a, a very lazy and, and undercooked comparison. And I think that when you actually watch the film, those moments of dialogue, that kind of like kitschy sort of back and forth chummy, you know, who would you fuck? Would you, you know, like get head from this person, fuck this person between the tits, whatever, all that stuff, you know, it's, it's not there to provoke any of the same kinds of things that Tarantino's dialogue is, right? Like there's, there's a, a, a way that Tarantino is able to enmesh character development into those really uh, ridiculous kind of pop culture conversations and narratives, right? You get a little bit of a sense of that. It plays kind of like jazz, everyone's sort of riffing together and, and lays out kind of a, a rhythm to the conversations. And what this does to me in, in Pusher is the opposite of that. It's meant mm. to be banal. It's meant to be distancing. It's meant to be repellent. And like when we see it, uh, that entire really like first act, almost first half of the movie uh, is is being set up to kind of lull you into a false sense of complacency and familiarity and boredom almost, so that yeah. when things start kicking off after after the the deal goes wrong uh, in the middle of this movie, it it's a wallop. You know, it it, yeah. it it hits you that much harder because, as Carly was mentioning, the first half of the movie gives uh, no implications whatsoever that it's going to go quite as far as it does as quickly as it does. Yeah. You know, it's it's weird that you use the word provoke because I think provocateur is is used a lot with Refn. Um, mm-hmm. And you know, he you know he is the type of person like even Neon Demon. Like he was excited about a necrophilia scene, and he like told people <laughs> about it before it came out. Yeah, like that's the type of person he is. But still, this movie like it doesn't provoke or poke, but it does kind of, or it's not like a poke as much as a jab. It's like, here's a reminder that, you know, these are some low level dirt bags, 
but there's other things always going on um, behind them. Like one of just the one detail I thought was so good is when he's talking to Milo and uh, Radovic comes and, um, you know, that's literally right before, is it Chekhov's gun? Actually, I think we do see the shotgun in a yes. paper paper bag and then it doesn't <laughs> come back until later. Yes. Um, but the first time you see it, you're like, you're, there's this very familial atmosphere between Frank and Milo. Like, you know, he very much treats him maybe not as a son, but he's someone who's worked for him for a while and built up a rapport. Um, and just the fact that you see Radovic, who's also kind of this relatively friendly guy, uh, just get the, shot, the shotgun in the paper bag. Like, mm-hmm. that's one of those early moments where... Um, I think it does a wonderful job of hinting at escalation without, yeah, without provoking. Yeah, I completely agree. I'm glad you brought that up, Michael, because I I don't want to fetishize the dialogue too much, but that's one thing that I was struck by when I was reflecting on the film after it crescendos. I realized that I think so much of what is – I won't say off-putting, but is like jabby. I'll stick with that. About the dialogue um, in in a lot of the first half of the movie is that it is banal, yes, but it is also... Um, I, I never felt at ease when, when those conversations were happening, even between Milo and Frank, who clearly have mm. like a decent relationship, and, and especially between Tawny, Tony... I call him Tawny. Tony, 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 Tony. Oh, no. We all did it. Oh, bless shit. both of you. <laughs> all right. Yellow card for, for all of us. <laughs> um, but but even the conversations between Tawny and uh, and Frank, like I, I was never relaxed. Um, I never felt sort of like, oh, these are two buds and they're just like having a good time. There's always this like, kind of air of of uh I don't know like I said just sort of electricity around the edges or something something could could pop at any moment and then of course Hmm. we find out that Tawny has gone to the cops and and given them information and I just I think that it is a purposeful and beautiful detail that there is an uneasiness even between um, two men talking about fucking someone in the tits, right? There's, there is still this sort of like, even in the most crude and, uh, and kind of like base conversations, there is still something off and something a little bit unstable about the whole thing. And I think that is, um, that's one of the reasons the film for, for all of its, um, all of its sort of manipulation uh, is as commanding as it is, even when you're mm. you're feeling a little bit bored. 